Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Greeno, and I'm joined by a man who's also been dropped for the upcoming season of The Mandalorian with pretty much everything he said on The Daily Boogie by co-captain Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions. Tuning in right around the world, yeah. Uh, Gina, huh? Gina? Is that her name? That's the name. I, I don't know much about it. I don't know much about the show. I don't know much about the story. Mm. Uh, I've just seen a lot, a lot of tweets about it, Damo. You're not a you're not are... a sci-fi guy, are you? At all? Not a sci-fi guy at all. Not interested yeah. in Star Wars. Not interested in Star Trek. Not interested in Wookies. Not interested in anything mm. in the space medium. You, you want to put a man on the moon? I'll watch that. But any any show about something out in space? Nah, I'll give it a pass. Seriously, Thanks. not I'll... not not one space show has ever like. Doesn't it? Does, have you never watched like a space movie or like a superhero movie where they're flying around in space? Apollo, and has Apollo it never pretty good? Has it never taken you back to like childhood? Because you know, like you're into rockets and space travel and laser fights mm. and shit when you're a little kid. I think there's something inside every male where they watch, you know, gay, straight, whatever. It doesn't matter when they can watch like a sci-fi movie. There's something in you where it's like, man, I could I could be doing that. Like that could be us nah, one just, day. You know, just, I think it's there. Just not my thing. Just away. It might be deep, deep down, and I'll find it later in life. But yep. at the moment, not quite there. Not quite there. Um, so, so what did she do? She sent out some. What did she do? Uh, uh, she well, she she mentioned um, she mentioned a group which apparently you're not allowed to mention. That's, that's Nazis. What I, yeah, <laughs> she mentioned Nazis. I think. I think the Nazis. That's my guess. Yeah. Stab in the dark. <laughs> no pun intended. It's it's because she mentioned the Nazis, and because as you know, Greeno, these days. Um, anytime you, you equate anything to the Nazis, I mean, you instantly just get banned, thrown off television, lose your job. Like say, if you were to, for example, you would call like, say, uh, Donald Trump is a Nazi. If you were to say Mm. something like that, you would just be run out of show business. So you're right. She mentioned the Nazis and then these are the consequences. Mm. You got to pay the consequences, unfortunately, Unfortunately, poor old Gina. Yeah. Uh... That was very well done. I need to give it Nice, <laughs> Very well played. Ah, let's so open the show with a bit of story time, sir. Ah, okay. I like oh, stories about pinatas. Before we get to the official show story time, let's do a pre-show story time. Because, okay, so should we do uh, another? I like stories about pinatas. To, to indicate... This one's pre-show. This, this one's off the record. It's not on the rundown. It's off the record. Okay. But... So uh, basically, uh, the my, my work situation is that they've created a, an app you can use where you can download the the work apps to stay in touch on your mobile if you need to be in touch outside of work hours. Oh, why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> well, you, you raise a fair point. Now, I've I've avoided for years downloading any apps related to work because I don't want to touch on my mobile. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. man. Once I log off, I log off and finish. I keep work but, there. I don't want work invading. Like if I'm if I want to peruse Twitter while I'm taking a shit, for example, I don't want yeah. somebody to pop up from work and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" You know, it's like, no, what are you no, doing? Exactly. I'm busy. Too much ding ding. Exactly. So basically, uh, every once morning, because I've got to start doing the the school drop offs right during my work time. So mm. I'm like, well, if I'm going to disappear for 20 minutes, I still need to be available on the phone. Oh, so I had come to succumb. On. You, you can you can leave for 20 minutes is fucking nothing, man. They won't even notice you. Got how important do you think you are in this office? 20 Not minutes. All, Where's but... Greeno? Oh my god, the no. whole place is shutting down. We can't do anything. 20 minutes. You're in and out. You're fine. You don't need an app for that shit. I think, I think I would have been all right, but I thought safety first, just in case the boss was like, can't, you can't just disappear at fucking three o'clock in the afternoon every day I think for 20 minutes. You've got shit to do. 
You've got to log on the phone. Okay. So I thought, look, I'll download the app. So I set it all up this morning. I had to, I had to drop the car off for a repair. And I thought, look, while I'm waiting for the wife to come pick me up, I'm going to sit here and download all these apps. Okay. So I downloaded all the apps, got all the profiles ready to go. And then they're like, hang on, you've got to now, you've got to now change your password. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Fucking password. Well, I got a nice little four-digit PIN number ready to go, right, mm-hmm. on my phone normally. They're like, no, that's not secure enough for the work. Uh-huh. So now you've got to do a six-digit word and number combination. Ah, so work so, things like obviously work's information is more important than your private information. Than my personal stuff. The level yeah. of it's like 50% extra security with those two extra mm-hmm. numbers on there. So, they, you know, you don't need to, we don't care. Your personal bank accounts and stuff, that's that's a different issue altogether. But when different you're logging issue. in to download your fucking TPS reports, you better yeah. make sure, you know, hey, with nobody, make sure you're not being followed, basically. Yeah. Give yourself a nice Gary for the uh, office space references. Nice, um, I, I was wondering if you would get that one. I just slipped it Definitely. in. Yeah, well Definitely done. got it. I like it. Well done. Um, so, fuck it. I have to because there's no other choice. You got to, you got to, you got to put the pin number in. Mm. So change the password, and then, uh, then I said, still not secure. So to go do some other security shit. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll do what I have to do. So look, fix it all up, ready to go. Yep. Now I don't know about you, sir. How many times do you have to like go into your phone and press your pin number a day? Like uh, a thousand? Oh, not a day. I've I do it. A, I reckon I do it a lot though because I've got a lot of fucking apps, and for some reason, sometimes they just log you out and shit. You know, so. um, more so just get into your phone because your phone locks when you turn it off, like you, yeah, you flip yeah. it to sleep. You have to press a button to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you do that a day? I reckon a thousand because that's that's what I do. Probably uh, a thousand times. I don't know if it's a thousand. I don't know. That's Easily a, a thousand. No. Let's make it two. Let's double down. Two, two thousand. You reckon you're logging you're logging into your phone two thousand times a day? Realistically, maybe three. Because well, because fucking- of these fucking work apps. Well, not because of the work apps. This, oh. is, this is pre-work apps. I reckon it's going to oh, double. Oh, fuck. You're, you're fucked, man. <laughs> if you're doing 2,000... Nice, Gary! If you're doing 2,000 logins a day before you download the apps, which are designed to keep you chained to your workplace, like tethered to your office so you can't yeah. escape, man, you're fucked. That's good. Yeah. It's going to ruin Danger. your life, man. Danger. So anyway, <laughs> got it all set up, put in the new code, and within... Uh, 12 minutes, Damo, mm. I was already sick of having to type a seven-letter password with numbers. I bet you were. <laughs> I've gone from a four-digit to an eight-digit, yep. and it's got letters, it's got uppercase, it's yeah. going to have a fucking hashtag in there. Yep. And I'm like, well, this is already pissing me off. Like, Who, what the fuck's like, going on Exactly. Here? Who would have thought that, like, security would be so inconvenient, Greeno? Very inconvenient. Yeah. And then what happened is uh, the, the team's – like Skype chat mm. is part of the part of the work apps. Okay. So in the space of the five minutes I'd logged into my phone after already having to log in six times and typing seven thousand digits, mm. I all I heard was ding 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 <laughs> ding 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 ding. Now out of those ding ding dings, Damo, yeah. there was probably one message that actually fucking had some relevance to anything I need to do. Most people were like, morning, morning, happy Friday, Friday. I don't fucking care. But it mm. ding 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 on my phone. So this is forty minutes after I set up my work thing. Yep. Do you want to know what I did on minute 41, Damo? Well, you could go ahead. <laughs> Deleted the fucking whole app. <laughs> nice, Gary. It took one minute of being active in work stuff on my mobile That's and the it. 40 minutes having to sign in with digits. Then I was able to revert back to my nice four-digit password and I had a happy day. <laughs> nice, Gary.
And then it was, you know what? I'm going to be out for 20 minutes. So just whatever you've got, just send it to my email and I'll be back. Like, just go make well, a I cup of pick, coffee. I had to pick up the car in the afternoon. So yep. I had to duck out the 20. <laughs> exactly. Well done. So I was going to, I was just going to say before, like when you were telling me this story, you know, like you hear a lot when people talk about, and I, you know, I agree with them when they say like social media and the apps and like just having fucking notifications bombarding you constantly with your phone and people like are addicted, you know, people have like shadow reactions. They think their phone is vibrating when it's not, yeah. you know, shit like that, which is, which are all negatives. Fair enough. But mm-hmm. your, um, your experience with this app, I think, look, look, there's, there's an upside to all things that every cloud has a silver lining, right? And this is just, you can now just redirect all of the garbage interactions you have with people all day mm-hmm. and just funnel them into the trash. And like, I don't even have to pay attention to this. I don't have to look yep. at the notifications into the garbage you go. So that's one of, that's one of the positives. Cause if you were still in the office, all of those little interactions, you would have had to have had face to face greener. And that, yeah, would have, exactly. that would have been fucking excruciating now. You know what I mean? It's a balance. It is mm. a balance. I see uh, BE's pointed out in the chat that he texts me and Troy more than his wife. And <laughs> sadly, I have to agree. That's the exact same. Those ones, I'm happy to have those texts there, there BE, because they're all bet related. You know, we've got to, got to keep in touch. Right. Well <laughs> so, is it, uh, so is that the, the pre story or is this the actual story now? Are we still doing uh, pre story's done? Yeah, okay. no, story's done. Yep. This is a separate story. I like stories out. about pinatas. Chats with B E and Troy, higher priority than work emails. That's, really? that's where they fall. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Those fine. ones I want to get. Yeah. The work ones, not so much. Uh, this well, gets us into actual show demo. You're volunteering. You're volunteering to be with Brad and Troy. You know. Mm. So that I think that's that's worth more, even though you don't get paid the money for it though. You Doesn't matter. Can't pay your bills with friendship with Brad, but you yeah. know, on the upside, you are volunteering your time. Exactly, and work's paying me to do it. Exactly. Perfect. Which Perfect. is beauty well Yeah. <laughs> if my boss is listening, no, I'm not texting my mates. Uh, no, this is this uh, is all just talk. This is just yeah, pants. All yeah. Definitely all during my lunch hour, I guarantee it. We, uh, look, look, we've got an hour to fill. We just make shit up. Like that's yeah. really Greeno's just Greeno told actually Greeno the reason that Greeno can't do the show from the studio anymore is because he's so dedicated to his job. Too many work hours. Yeah. 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 yeah too, he, as soon as we're done here, he's straight back into it. And you don't even know half of the shit he's doing. I'm working right now. That's why the show's so bad. I'm busy. I'm distracted. Accounting shit. Probably should, um, probably should get a promotion or something. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do another story time demo. Okay. I like stories about pinatas. I've worked out my daughter's a con woman, sir. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's been at school for a bit over a week now. Uh-huh. And day four, she's already at me. She's like, Dad, look, there's a fucking canteen, right? This canteen. Mm. Uh, I need some money. I need some cash. Oh, because yeah. the canteen, they only accept cash. And I need, I need to get myself some ice cream. Some because ice cream. when you're a kid, the lure of the canteen, because I never had canteen money for most of my schooling life. Every now and then I would get some. But you would mm. see, like, you would walk past the canteen and see all of, like, the lollies and the fucking chocolates and the little cakes and the, and the soda drinks, the Zooper Dupers, the ice creams, yeah. the, the hot pies, the sandwiches. Yeah. You would just walk past it every single day. So mm-hmm. it's a very exciting time for a kid, you know. Chocolate move, Damo. Chocolate move chocolate was my move. go-to. Yep. I'd occasionally get some cash. Mm. you got to squeeze in that chocolate milk. Yep. Uh, so she's already at me, literally day three, day four. Mm. Dad, need money. And I'm like, look, I'll make you a deal. Like, I understand the canning is an exciting thing. I'm not doing the canning every day, but no. I'll, I'll flip you a couple of bucks on a Friday, and that can be your canteen fun day. Go nuts. 
it's going to teach you how to budget. I'm going to teach you, go, you got this much money. If I can spend it wisely, yep. don't mess it up. So she's like, oh, excellent. Dad, I'm getting ice cream. I'm getting ice cream. I'm like, well, good, wise choice of your two bucks. If you're going to spend it, spend it on ice so, cream. Exactly. Good I, I to, like stories about pinatas. I need to interrupt the story because the, the, yeah. the question on my lips was, you know, knowing how careful you are with money, um, <laughs> how much did you actually give? Your daughter, because I was thinking you were going to give her like 50 cents and expect to see her walk out with a chocolate milk and a pie. <laughs> you know, like, oh, look, here, here's 50 cents this week. Don't spend it all at once, though, because next week you'll get 65 cents and you'll be able yeah. to afford a big bag of Cheetos, you know, mm. so keep that money. But, but you actually gave her $2. Well, the only reason I gave it to, I was going to give her a buck, but <laughs> unfortunately, I only had a two dollar coin. Unfortunately, <laughs> you should have said to her, hey, "You got any change?" I need a buck back. I want money back from this. Yeah. So anyway, I gave it to. <laughs> yeah, you thought I'll teach her about budgeting. Here's two dollars. Yeah. I want to see a one back in this wallet tonight. <laughs> it's a little gold one with a kangaroo on it. Bring it back to me. Uh, <laughs> So I've, I've said, look, because they've, they've then sent us the canteen list. Mm. I said, look, what are you – I said, I don't want to stitch her up. I don't oh, that's nice. You get like a menu sent out, do you? Get a menu, yeah. They sent it to us at the start of year. So I'm like, I don't want to stitch her up. I need to make sure she's got enough money for the stuff she wants. Got to get something, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, if, if two bucks is not enough, I need to give her some more. You so don't want actually, to do. You don't want her to be one of those embarrassing kids where everyone goes to canteen, canteen day on Friday and walks out with like a Pepsi and a sandwich or whatever, and she walks out with like fucking two Redskins. Yeah, you know, you can't, you can't, she can't be that kid. Two milkos, we can't do it. Exactly. Um, so I've checked the canteen list, and I'm like, look, two bucks is plenty. But here's what I noticed, Damo. You talked earlier about when our school experience. Mm. It was you go to the canteen, you get yourself some Ovaltine, you get yourself some chocolate milk, yep. you get yourself a Nutella pack, you get yourself some, uh, you said, mentioned Cheetos before. Sunny Boys Greeno in the summer. Sunny Boys and Zuba Doobies. You get yep. your burger rings, you get your, your chocolate or banana paddle pop, especially when they had the promotion where if you got five of the same, you got a free paddle pop. Remember you could or get you remember you could get party pies and party sausage rolls as well with little party sauces. Pies. Yeah. Yummy drummy, sir. Do you remember your mm. yummy drummy with a big fat nugget? Fucking good call. Of- I haven't thought about them for god near 30 years, Greer. I think yummy about them weekly, if my, I think about them every day. <laughs> every day. That's my obsession with yummy drummies from school. I realize they're just one big nugget, but they're, they're unbelievable. Do you remember the, uh, the ones? They weren't yummy drummies. They were a bit bigger, but they were like chicken and corn. Do you remember those oh, no. things? And they no, were like they were deep fried. They were fucking amazing. It was a bit of it was a bit of chico roll about them, but with some chicken. Yeah, and it wasn't crunchy like a chico roll because the thing no. I don't like chico rolls. I like chico rolls more than uh, the other one. What's the other one? Um, uh, but it's av. No, 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 no. Chiquito. Oh, chiquito. Now chiquito is a chocolate thing. No, and what? Well, no. There's there's a chico roll, and then there's fucking what's the other one? Uh, spring roll. Spring roll. A uh, spring roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big spring roll. Yeah, I, I like a chico roll better than a spring roll. I'd go a spring roll over a Chico roll. Would you really? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm not a roll, fan of whatever. Roll, they roll, with. roll home with a Chico. It's, uh, let's put it to the vote in the chat. Hmm. Chico roll, spring roll. What are you voting for? I think it's only two people in the chat, so it's going to be a quick vote. Yeah, the, uh, cor- the corn one, BE saying. Yeah, corn, yeah, the corn one. That's the Chico. Yeah. Wasn't a fan. So anyway, I look at the menu and I'm like, what the hell has happened here? So the daughter's all excited about uh, ice cream. Hmm. And I'm like, uh, you realize, hey, uh, little one, you realize there's no ice cream. They don't sell ice cream. What? 
I'm like, you can get some like, what? you can get a Zubinibus still. But I'm looking through the menu. There's no crappy chips. There's no, no Nutella anymore. No. People got nut allergies. The the lunch oh. menu is like salad rolls, ham sandwiches, oh. all basic stuff. The, the crap is gone, sir. So I'm trying to rifle through here, going, well, let's let's find some garbage you can well, actually. Well, like what fucking what kind of a treat is it for a five year old? Like a ham and salad sandwich? Oh, fucking thanks, man. That's yeah, great. How wild of you to give me this special fucking treat? Should be getting like a Mars bar or something at least. I made a link. I made a lamb kofta's for lunch. It's it's more fattening than anything that's actually in the canteen menu. <laughs> Fucking, they're, they're sucking the life out of these kids, Greedo. They are, man. It's, it's it's the most crazy PC bullshit where you can't eat crap at school anymore. I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. But anyway, so I'm going through the menu with her. I'm like, look, here's, here's where the good shit's at, right? So we've established. Oh, sorry, Greeno. Sorry to interrupt. Ted Dabrowski brings up a really good one in the chat. The pizza rounds, Greeno. Remember them? Oh, Fucking, oh, that's no. a nice, nice Gary. Ted, Ted, Ted nice that's a different Gary. nice Gary. You just reminded me of my favourite thing ever, the microwave lasagna. The microwave lasagna, Greeno. Nice, the little Gary. mini, the little mini the one. The little mini square yes. lasagnas. Fuck yes. Like 15 <laughs> centimetres by 15 centimetres yep. in an alcohol tin. They were scorching on top, frozen at the bottom every day. They yep. were amazing. Fucking amazing. Right? I do remember the pizza rounds, though. They were good. They were my go-to if they ran out of lasagna. Yeah, so good, good call there, Ted. Well, well done. done. And those nice, – so we went Gary. to – Greeno and I went to the same primary school but different high schools. Ted's in a to completely different part of Sydney, you know, so he went to different schools, obviously. And we, we still all shared, like, the same tuck shop food. But now I guarantee mm-hmm. you – Depending on where you go in Sydney, one one place is probably going to have, you know, like the fucking ham and salad sandwiches and all that shit. Yeah. But another place might have more of the trash and like the fucking garbage food and the sugary shit as well, I think. I think. Yeah, you can, you can only hope so. Yeah. You can only hope so. Fucking oath, I hope so. I hope they haven't made rules like, oh, you need to have this amount of nutrient. They probably have. Fucking there is. Everybody's I, I, rules. That's the reason the menu is the way it is, I think, because yeah. they're like anything with X amount of fat content, anything with X amount of sugar or whatnot is not allowed to be sold. You know, obesity, blah, blah, blah. It's fucked. For me, the kids are there to have a treat. Let them fucking have some fun. Because yeah. what it means is I then have to stop on the way home and buy her a proper fucking ice cream. Yeah. And I mean, that it was always it was always the case. Like, okay, if your kid has a peanut allergy where they can die from eating peanuts, then mm. you t- you it's your job as the parent to teach that kid. Hey, you do not take sandwiches from kids in in school, no matter what they say to you. Promise me, never, ever, ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't eat the sure. Nutella. You'll be sweet. Exactly. So no, you own you. You can only eat your stuff, otherwise you'll get really sick. And you, you tell the teacher as well to keep an eye on her. Don't let her swap. Mm. But you, then, but that's now too hard. You know what I mean? Now too it's much like, of an issue. No, let's just ban it for all of them. Like yeah. it, it, we're so willing to do that shit now. Not just in this occasion, but like you were, you were saying, like kind of PC stuff. It is. Yeah. We're so willing to just like that's how we deal with problems now. Is we just say, mm. oh, we'll just ban it for everybody. Fuck them, you know? And everyone goes, yeah, because they're not the one that's missing out. When, yeah, as soon as they're the one that's missing out, they go, hang on, that's not fair. That's unfair. You're like, no shit, mate. <laughs> Welcome 100%. to the fucking party. It's, it's 100%. Disgusting. So we got to the bottom of a demo. The The final result of the, the purchases was hmm. large popcorn. A large pop. That's fucking. A large That's popcorn. depressing. 
Uh, it's a little bit depressing, but she doesn't eat, she doesn't eat popcorn ever. So right. that was kind of a treat. So okay. I'm like, I'll let that slide. But the good news is, Damo. But what else sl- have you got after popcorn? That's it, isn't it? Slushies. Yes. 80 cents. Okay. Well, that's all right. They're redeeming no, themselves. They redeem themselves with a, with a slushie. Now, but so, what, but is it going to be one of those shitty sugar-free ones? <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have noticed. That's the main thing. Now, <laughs> this gets me to the end of the story, Damo. Mm. I gave her $2. Okay. And the the popcorn was a buck. Right. The slushy was 80 cents. Yeah. She didn't bring back no change, sir. <gasps> Scam me 20 cents, mate. <laughs> Scam me 20 cents. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie Campy old movies and old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessie When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, the preferred method is, of course, via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block when we drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper Greeno. Damo, uh, quick, uh, quick scour of Twitter during the the air break there, mm. and uh, on on the cricket front, uh, England uh, got up on India over there in India oh, in the wow. first test, right? Wow, that's depressing. So, <laughs> yeah, well, no, it works out good for Australia because that helps them in the world test rankings ah. by India losing to England, so that works out okay. Now, how does India respond? Because uh, James Anderson put on an absolute clinic of swing bowling okay. on the, the fourth or fifth day mm. and just cleaned up India. So how have they responded to this? Uh, by accusing him of cheating? No, I saw this. Uh, this is uh, Ajika Rahane, the vice captain of India, 
the pitch will turn from day one. So they were like, hang on, well, Jimmy Anderson's getting the ball to swing. We need to make this thing a fucking absolute road yeah. and get it to an absolute dust bowl. There's no dust swing. Bowl. We need yep. We need to spin from day one. So yep. good to know that they're uh, making the pitch exactly <laughs> untenable for anyone nice, actually playing. Uh, I, you, know, you know what, though? I, I don't have a problem with that. And Neither I think, do I, actually. <laughs> well, no, I think we should absolutely be playing to our strengths. Every pitch in Australia should be like the fucking whacker in the 80s. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, that's what we missed like, this year. If obviously, you're ball, it can't short be. Shit, yeah, like obviously, it can't be because, like, naturally, but our, all the different wickets had different uh, profiles before, and there was nothing wrong yeah. with maintaining those profiles. You know, Sydney was a bit of a dust bowl, right? Uh, the Wacker was yeah. always bouncy. Uh, the Gabba yeah. was like an aggressive pitch as swing. well. Swing frenzy, same with Bill Reeve. Yep. So, like, there was nothing wrong with that, but I think. You know, I think Australia and England are the only two countries that tailor their pitches for fucking revenue, like to to mm. make sure that games go five days, right? Five days, nothing um, worse. I think we're the only ones that like we will we will openly put our own players at a disadvantage and not play to our team strengths, which is fucking fast bowling, right? We yeah. we our our fast bowlers when teams come here, it should be like fucking going to the West Indies in the eighties with our with our quicks. But hundred percent. But we we when, when we produce, but we produce playing, batting wickets. But we yeah. produce batting it's, wickets it's so everyone can score fucking five hundred, and so the game can last mm. five days. It's ridiculous. So if India's going over there and saying openly, like, yeah, we're going to make this thing a turner because we've got two yeah. really quality spinners here, and James Anderson, mm -hmm. we're just going to drive your quicks. Like James, what's James Anderson now? 36, 37, 38. 38? Yeah, we'll just fucking drive what? him into the dirt, make him bowl forty overs for no reward. Fuck him. I applaud that. We'll get three spinners. I'm going to give India a nice Gary because that's yeah. the kind of brutal, that's the kind of savagery you need to get to the top of any fucking world sport. You know what I mean? Given, so, given the option of uh, Ravi Ashwin and, and Jadeja or Jack Leach, <laughs> I wonder who's going to be more petrified. Yeah, yeah. and Leach will be out of his element spinning. because, and the, those, the batsmen over there, they'll fucking smack him around. You know yeah, what I mean? On their home fantastic. decks. Yeah, so yeah. Anyway. anyway, good on. Good, good luck, luck to him. Good luck to him. Uh, Damo, we talked about Holy Moly last week, sir. Mm. The, what, I think <laughs> I referred to it as the show. <laughs> the show, as a, a revolution in television and, yeah. and a pioneer of great things to come. That's right. and, you did, you did, you gave it a very high praise. I remember that. Very high praise and quite, quite deservedly. Mm. Uh, I managed, managed to check it out this week, and look, unfortunately, it didn't reach the heights of Joel Do Joe Dolce again. No, shut up your face this week. Mm. Um, but that singles night, Damo. That singles night on Holy Moly. So, was a bunch hang, of on, young... hang on, hang on, hang on. So, what? Yeah. Explain. So, what? Like, are they teaming singles up to compete together, like, or sorta, sorta? So, what they do? They had ladies on one side of the draw, oh. all single ladies. Ah, uh, gender. They had wars. men on other side of the draw. Yeah. And then at the end, the the best male, the best female met. They had a date before the putt off, mm. and then decided if they were going to go for love or the putt. Uh, they, they chose the putt. Fuck or a putt. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. Love. <laughs> they chose the putt Fuck in the or end. Putt. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck or putt. The, the lady should get the putt. Um, good for her. But I, you know, you know, it's so bad. But <laughs> the, the thing is, Damo, it's all about observation here, right? And I was, I was watching this show, and I'm like, you I need to do more notes. deep analysis. Yeah. Yeah, deep, deep, do some deep analysis of holy moly. Put <laughs> the textbook out, put the pad, put the pen, lick the pen. Make sure I got, got the right amount of ink. 
Um, <laughs> and we just <laughs> jotting down a few thoughts yeah. on Holy Molly. Because I'm like, I don't, if I, there's another Dol- Joe Dolce moment. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> you don't want to sure. miss out. Yeah, it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing until you see the replay. Better write down. Like, aggro is not going to show up every week, surely. No, that's right. Um, <laughs> well, imagine if he did, if he was always the guest host. Every week. Bring him out of retirement <laughs> without making an announcement. And this week, our guest host is 100%. aggro. And everyone's like, wasn't he the guest host like the last yeah. three weeks? Just never address yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. But something I observed, Damo, in my notes and reflecting back is uh, the host, the hosts and the guests on this show. Mm. Uh, uh, Matt Shervington. Okay, the Sherv. Like the Sherv. Sherv. Yeah. Sherv and the Shark, right? Good, good. Now, this this got me thinking. Hmm. Those two men, what do they have in common? Huge dicks. And then the next question is, how big is Sonia Kruger's penis? (laughs) Nice, Gary. She's 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 a female. She's the odd one out. She had one out. So if, if they got the you got Shervo and the shark, obviously well hung individuals. Yeah. That, that Ob- must have been kind of like yeah. part of the part of the audition process. Mm. Like, well, show you us, know, your, shark, show us shark, your cock. Shark we've seen. <laughs> Shervo we've seen. Tonya, Sonia, sorry, not Tonya, Sonia. Sonia. Uh, we need at least 12, 13 inches. Yep. Come on in. Show us, well. show us your fucking rods, Sonia. <laughs> Whip it out. Yeah, this one bit of bit of on there on the table and. <laughs> Because I, I was go. thinking, like this could be this could be exactly what we needed on this show, though. Because I was thinking when you were describing like the singles episode, they had the the men on one side and the women on the other, and then the mm. men and women teamed up. I was thinking to myself, this is very bigoted. This is very this yeah. is not very inclusive. You know, they're not being gender inclusive. So I would think that you would yeah. have to have, you know, perhaps maybe four or five teams, Greeno. So you know, mm. you would have like you know the lesbians, the homosexuals, yeah. the straight men, the straight LGBT. women. The trans yeah. men, the trans women, right? Mm. Yeah, everybody should be represented. But I mean, all of that, all of those uh, extra places and the extra set design and stuff would be murder. Yeah, but all no. of that, but all of that could be avoided if you know, at some point, Sonia Kruger reveals a cock, her, her massive penis, yeah, to to live up to the shark. I personally hope it's bigger than the shark and Shervos. Yeah, like a combination, it's just of a the monster. Two. Yeah. Yeah, like a monster of the two, where yeah. it's kind of like uh, Power Rangers, the Megazord, yeah. where the Shervo sh- and Chuck's cock combine, yeah. and that becomes Sonya's. Who's driving the mega cock? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's Rob Riggle's role. I don't know. Uh, Joe <laughs> Dolce comes we, in. At the is end. John Alexander available again? We'll have to bring him back in, Gladiator <laughs> yeah. style. Um, exactly. Well done. <laughs> Nice, Gary. Holy moly. It's a, like I said, pinnacle of Australian Sounds television. like a hell of a program. It's an amazing program. Hmm. Uh, Damo, I got this email late last week. Oh. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about it on last week's show. Hmm. And there's a, it's from Australian Podcast Awards. Remember the Australian Podcast Awards that we weren't uh, eligible for? Yeah, it's the and correct me if I'm wrong, the Australian Podcast Awards sounds very hmm. official, has a very official name. This is the one where you have to pay to be nominated. Be considered. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. So they send an email to all the podcasters out there and say, yeah. look, we'd love to consider you for the award. Mm. Just send us this X amount of fee right. and then we'll put you in the category. And that's I'm like, right. well, that's. Well, so we, we, we and you know, that. when we found out about this, we scoffed at that suggestion. Mm. And look at how far we've come, Greener. We've become a top 20 podcast, a former top 20 podcast in Vietnam since then. Yeah. So we didn't uh, even for, need them. Former, as per the stats. But current in their hearts, Damo. 
yeah in vietnam exactly well they saw they saw you know obviously the vietnamese podcasting cabal saw that Mm. a couple of westerners was working its way up the ranks so i think we can pretty much safely say that this would be like a vietnam deep state operation to keep our numbers suppressed in vietnam greener because yeah, we were so popular over there. Too much power. Too and much you, power. You know, that's right. And you don't you don't need much to hack into the internet over there. Just a couple of wires, Bruno. Yeah. And you just short the uh, the cable, the one cable that runs across. You know, the kind of like city. stealing a car in an '80s film. Just got to go right. under the under the wheel. Two Correct. little sparks together. You're good to go. Correct. That's um. <laughs> so I saw this. So it said uh, a new podcast event for Australia. We're mm. busy working through the awards for 2021. Yep. But before we get there, we thought we'd announce another event, mm. Podcast Day 24 oh. on Monday, June the 7th. Okay. So they've joined up with the British Podcast Awards and the Radio Day Europe to help do a truly worldwide event. Really? So that what they're going to do is they're going to do eight hours of podcast sessions okay. between Europe, North America, and then Australia all over the space of 24 hours. Mm. You'll be able to watch online, on demand too, blah, 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 blah. Tickets are on sale, Damo. Oh, you've got to buy tickets to this thing. So you can buy tickets. And once again, I think it's going to come down to how much you pay to whether you can be involved in said event. Ah, so you think that they're not, you know, inviting influencers, Greeno, and people of note in the podcasting community, but rather fishing for some more donos kind of thing. I think I think that might be the case. I think they're struggling down there in the funds at uh, Australian Science Podcast Department. Awards. Okay. Where they're like, we're going to do a, a massive uh, twenty-four podcast event. Not, we don't want to invite you to do it, but if you want to chip in some cash, maybe we can let fit us you know. in and fit you into the yeah. rundown. <laughs> so uh, Australian Podcast Awards, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, no, I you wouldn't let me nominate for my own award. Hmm. We, we would have dominated. Like, realistic. Let's be fucking be honest here. If if we were up for that personal journal's award, hmm. would have been an absolute cakewalk. Correct? Oh, of course. We'd we'd walk it out. I mean, we did set some pretty lofty goals last year. We remember we set the goal of toppling Mamma Mia, and I mean, we mm-hmm. we did come staggeringly close. We were we, we were within two hundred spots of them. So, you know. Uh, Less, we were within 40 spots of Mamma Mia at one point. Really? Within 40 spots. So we came very close to like, you know, a very well-produced professional outfit. So, you Mm -hmm. know, that that was worth something, I think. You know, that's got to get us somewhere with the podcasting awards, surely. I mean, in the personal journals category, do we at least get a bronze medal? Well, I was thinking silver, but at the same time, weren't even eligible. Not even, it's, it's like uh, not even invited onto the uh, the debate stage. Not even allowed. No, hundred percent, Damo. Uh, I thought Rosa Parks when when I I, th- I thought about it. Yeah, like we're being yeah oh, we've exactly now I know what now I know what Gina was talking about, Greena. Yeah, hundred percent. We were pushed to the back of the podcast bus yep. because we 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 couldn't we didn't assimilate with the people that wanted to pay yeah. to be nominated for set awards. Yeah, and, and it hurts me, Damo. It hurts. And unfortunately, we we weren't we weren't strong enough to stand up at the back of the bus mm. like Rosa. Yep. But maybe next year. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe we take a stand at the uh, 24-7 podcast event. Maybe that's where we take our stand. But we'll see. We'll either, see. Either, we'll take a, either, either we'll take a, scan, a stand or we'll scratch together the small amount of money it requires to become part of the <laughs> podcast awards and, and we'll completely sell out and we'll make something yeah. of it. It will be one or the other. One or the other. 50-50 at this stage. Exactly. Um, I'll tell you what's going to get us up in, in those awards, Damon, and what's going to get us in the rankings. Mm. The BE report. Uh, I I made the bold statement last week that I thought last week's report was one of BE's best ever. Mm. I dare say top three. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he was a bit skeptical. I'm like, well, you you shouldn't doubt yourself, sir. 
in my mind, definitely top three last week. You had the Dick Lips dude. You had a, a couple of Twelfth Man references. Yep. It was it was all in all a good uh, it was a good report. Granny Sears made an appearance. Yeah. Greeno. Granny Sears in the background of the Forest Gump clip it was unbelievable. Yep. So with those lofty heights set, the pressure's on for Beer this week. Let's see because he, he does. set the bar so high last week. Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the BE Report, where we delve into the wonderful world of weirdness. Proudly sponsored by TGM Enterprises. That's tgmenterprises.com.au. What you need, when you need it. Alright, let's kick things off this week with a Russian woman who married a fucking briefcase. Yep, this woman here, her name is Rain Gordon, who says that she's always been interested in the inanimate objects, um, and calls her husband... That, Let's, let's not forget it's a briefcase, calls him by the name of Gideon. She says they, they first met in 2015 in a hardware store. How fucking romantic. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, she said that uh, Miss Gordon says that... Uh, is, it, is it Mrs. Case now, I guess? Whatever her name is, whatever. Um, I had no idea we would end up together. I admired how he looked. And, oh, did she... Yeah, she just assumed it's gender. There you go. How rude. But she didn't think anything more of it. She started liking Gideon more after that and then slowly realised that she was falling in love. Fuck off. Whatever. I'm, no, that's shit. Next. Whatever. Idiot. Poo-poo to PP for charity. So this man has cycled more than 2,500 miles from Poo-poo Point in Washington to PP Creek in Ohio and raised money for the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. Poo-poo to PP. Why not? Makes sense. Sure. Ruben Lopez says he travelled exactly 69 miles each day. Of course you did, Ruben. Not a mile more, not a mile less. 69. Of course you did. He remembers passing places like Shartz Road during his journey, and he actually raised more than 7,000 US dollars for the Yemen Relief and Reconstruction Foundation. So good on you, Ruben. Well done. Not sure whether we should tell him to grow up or applaud him, but um, I'm going to give him this one. Good cause. Good cash. Good on you, Reuben. Good job. Now moving over to Wales in the UK where um, the BBC in Wales were conducting an interview with uh, Yvette Amos um, about the employment struggles during the pandemic lockdowns. Um, it seems that young Yvette, is, um, she's enjoying herself during lockdowns by the size of the big dildo sitting on the shelf behind her. It's not clear if the object was intentionally left there, but Miss Amos seems to have a mischievous streak, obviously. Um, whatever the intention, um, hundreds of thousands of viewers didn't miss it and raced to social media to point out the girthly figure. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, she likes it. <laughs> Why shouldn't we? Uh, leave her alone, I say. Good on her. She's probably proud of the old self-thrashing or two every now and then. and It might even be a trophy. <laughs> uh, good on her. Whatever, you go, girl. You can tell this has been a slow news week. <laughs> Man, got to do something or the boys will hack me. Anyway, promo time. Head on over to your Spotify, YouTube, DLive, Periscope, Podbean, and iTunes account. Subscribe to the starting block. One word, drop the K. That's right, we're on all of those. Five stars, fully sick review, all that. Don't be shy, use the hashtag MePlus3 for TSB for you, on your socials. It's there, it's in new colours. Got all this here going on now, so use it. Tag me. I know you know about it, but I never see it. Do it. Now, for the time for the final thought. An anti-computer virus developer and security firm, Symantec, 
have found that the average number of security threats and viruses on religious websites are around five times more likely compared to porn sites. So remember, it's safer to pull than preach. Think about it. Think long and hard. Till next time, I'm BE. Keep it real, blockheads. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? What's you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do this. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Davo, I don't know if you've been following any ABL this season. I'm guessing no. No. Yeah, <laughs> wise, wise suggestion. How, <laughs> how, how bad really? are Sydney doing? <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. This, this, the whole season's been an absolute clusterfuck because... Okay. Yeah, all the states were in lockdown, and the ABL doesn't have the cash of other sports. Yeah. So suddenly the the lockdown rules have to apply to them, where they don't have to apply to most other sports. So right. the season itself, which has which been a bit just of a which just crushes their financials even more. 
Right. Even more than the already slim yeah. money they make. So it, as an example, the season was meant to go for like two and a half, three months. Yep. Uh, it didn't end up having that way. Sydney only ended up playing 12 games, <laughs> whereas other teams played 28 games. Yet they still played a final series. How did now, they still make well, the finals? <laughs> well, here's the thing. They're like, well, we've only got six teams and it's been a bit of a fuck up. Fuck it. Let's just let five teams in the finals. Oh, wow. Uh, so how but, bad was the other team then when Sydney can only play well, 12 games? Well, worse on winning percentage. So they, they go, I think it was Brisbane that missed out on the finals. Wow. <laughs> Ima- oh, imagine being the one team. Imagine being in a six-team competition. So the ABL is the Australian Baseball League, for those who don't know. So imagine being in a six-team competition and, like, five teams making the finals and you don't, like, you know, in that asterisk year. Oh, that's fucked. That's got to hurt, man. That's brutal. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. Well, today in Melbourne – oh, sorry, no, this is a backstory. So after all this season, they finally started the playoffs last week and they've said, look, let's lock in the finals. Uh, we'll just give the team that had the best record during the season yep. the home field advantage for the, the grand final and the semifinals. Uh, BE in the chat asking a good question, Greeno. Did you see Granny in the report? I did not see Granny oh, in the report. Oh, I did. So that so now, see, I think this is the way we're going to play this game because you asked me last week if I saw Granny yeah. Sears, right? Yeah. And I found her. Now, I'm going to ask you this week, and you didn't see her, so therefore, so you're up one nil. No, but no, no. I'm already up one nil because I got one last week, right? So this was yep. your chance to equalise, but because you missed, I, you're passing on it. Now I can, now I can answer you, it, and oh, so I'll no, go to two. So this, okay. yeah, this is the way we're doing it. So uh, be uh, Granny Sears was with the monks on the computer in the last scene. Ah, yes, I didn't see it. We'll wait for confirmation from be, but I think I'm right. Bam, there you go. There it is. Nice, Gary. Yeah. There it is. Tamo's up 2-0. 2-0. Where's Granny? And I'd like to end, and I'd like to uh, mention, Greeno, tonight we're going to be ending the Where's Granny Sears competition. Uh, <laughs> and I I win 2-0, of course. Nice, well, well, done, sir. well played. Congratulations. Thank you But so you're, you're taking a similar attack to what they've choos- chosen to do with the ABL, demo because <laughs> they they were meant to play the semifinal tonight, uh, Melbourne v Perth. Mm. And the winner went through to the grand final. The loss, loser played Canberra, who had to play today against Adelaide uh-huh. to see who would face the winner in the grand final. Right. And because Melbourne decided to go into lockdown today, like, fuck it. Doesn't matter that a team won and is meant to play in a qualifier tomorrow. Today's game is going to be the grand final. Wow. So, so Canberra, you even though they dick. won today to stay alive, fuck. it's – the season's over tonight because they just decided Perth v Melbourne is now the grand final because Melbourne's in lockdown. Fuck <laughs> Melbourne. It, the, the grand final should be between Perth and fucking, and who was the other, and Canberra. Fuck them. Like if, if they well, can't Melbourne travel, it's won. like, oh, well, too bad, you know? Yeah, well, split decision. Yeah. Grand final's happening today. Uh, and Melbourne won. <laughs> and they won. Uh, they haven't won yet. The game's still going. So they're, mm. they're playing tonight. But imagine being that team, though. Like, for a grand final, you really pump yourself up, right? Yeah. Imagine finding out about 40 minutes before first pitch. Uh, by the way, boys, this is now the, the Claxton Shield. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being the guy who's on the team who's like, no, I'm going to rest this one to, like, let my calf heal, and then I'll be back for the grand final when we win. <laughs> and the worst part is, it's because both these teams played yesterday, so they haven't got their best pitcher out there either. Wow. 
<laughs> Fucking well done, ABL. Give him no, a nice, well done, ABL. Give him a nice Gary for cocking that up. And look, it's not really their fault well, though. It's not their fault. No. I'm saying, like, if they had if they had the cash of the other sports, like oh, of course. the tennis is still allowed. Tennis is still allowed to go ahead because it's worth millions and millions of dollars. Yep. Uh, NRL, AFL, all were able to go ahead. Yep. ABL. They they've been told no, you can't come into the state. Did you? I know, I know you. I know Cash. you don't. I know you don't watch my show very often, and that's fine. But uh, did you see us when we played the clip of the uh, minister, the health minister in Brisbane, like when lockdown was all over the country, and so somebody missed out on like seeing their fucking dying father or something in a dying. hospital. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then the health, the health. I don't know if they're the health minister or or a bureaucrat. I think they're a bureaucrat, like the health spokesperson or some shit. So they came out mm. on the TV and said, no, we make exemptions all the time, like for athletes and uh, musicians and stuff, because they bring revenue to the state. Like just, just yeah. fucking openly to everybody's face. Like if you're yeah. a poor person, you miss out. Yeah. You can't even go to a funeral. If you're, if, you're a, money? if you're an athlete in a big sporting event, fucking bring them in. Come on in. Yeah. Unreal. If, you, huh? if, you, if your dead grandpa would have made more political donations, maybe you'd be able to come into the state. Exactly. Hey, if your kid um, had to learn how to fucking tap dance instead of sitting around eating chocolates when they were five years old, maybe you mm, wouldn't have a problem now. Should have played cricket instead of baseball, young man. Yep. Then you'd be able to come into the state. That's yeah. how it works. Too bad. Um, fucking unbelievable what's going on. Yeah. Um, I'm getting more and more angry the more I see this shit, Damo. Well, I see the next I thing like on. It. I I'm see not- the next thing on the rundown, which is the Super Bowl stat man. So, if speaking about getting angry, can we do one of these? I'm a stat man. Because I want to discuss this with you, because I reckon you've got some thoughts on this. So, uh, I'm sure most people have seen this already, but just in case you haven't, uh, Tom Brady after the Super Bowl parade, Greeno, the party mm-hmm. Monday. We, yeah. we call it Mad Monday here. So yeah. you know, Mad Monday fucking celebrations for for Tom. Yeah. Um. What I've, I've what I what comes to mind for me is like when I was seeing news reports about this, mm-hmm. and they they all got the headline wrong. In in my opinion, so there was things like you know intoxicated, you know inebriated Tom Brady is carried out of event blah 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 my uh headline if i was writing for this would have been intoxicated man leaves venue without incident <laughs> yeah like, like what why it's it, people hate him so much that he he hasn't done anything like you you gotta understand we in the nrl here we're used to which is like our rugby league right we're used to players not being like uh escorted out while they're smiling out of a venue, you know, all right, bye, you know, then that doesn't happen here. No, they fucking get drunk and beat up their fucking girlfriends and beat up taxi drivers and piss in hallways yeah. of hotels and shit, you know what I mean? Curb stomp fuckers. Exactly. So this fucking guy, it's just because he's the goat and it's because everybody yeah. fucking hates him. Did you see the shit on Twitter where they were like, there was people saying on Twitter stuff like, um, for for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl this many times during Black History Month is racist, Greeno. <laughs> no, that's, 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 that's a good one. That's definitely not scary. That's well done. Um, <laughs> like, you're right. I've got some thoughts on it, right? Because right. basically, first and foremost, uh, leading up to this particular Super Bowl, I, look, I don't care for Tom Brady. It's got nothing to do with that. He's just He just wins a lot, and I just I couldn't care less. Yep. I'm, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I'm like, eh, I could, I could take or leave him. Yeah. Seeing him this hammered, I got I got more respect for the man. Because nice, if you're Jerry. if you're willing to come off a boat 
and be that hammered and, and party that hard after winning seven Super Bowls, if you're still willing to get that fucked up, nice. credit to you, sir. Yeah. Well done. Absolutely. Now, uh, I think uh, you look at the criticism of him. Now, I, I don't know. I think there's a couple of factors in play. Firstly, he's the winningest player of all time. Shouldn't you just celebrate you know, greatness? Yep. Everyone talks about Jordan being the greatest in, in NBA. Mm-hmm. If Jordan did that, there'd be no issue, right? Well, Jordan now, had to Jordan take- had to manicure his image like so carefully. But the thing that they nailed him on was the fucking gambling. But he the gambling. But true. he owned that shit. You know, you can't you can't mm. own fucking partiness, but you can own gambling. He's like, yeah. no, I've got a lot of money and I'll fucking gamble it. Like, what's it to you? Yeah. You know, like if I That's lose it. twenty same- grand on the golf course, who cares? <laughs> Not my problem. Yeah, same with same with Charles Barkley. The yep. Exact same thing. Would blow would blow a million in the casino. It didn't matter. He had another million in the bank. Exactly. He's all good to go. Um, John Daly, not great. John Daly, not so, not so lucky. Not yeah. so much. Now John. here's the thing, right? <laughs> now uh, Tom Brady's teammate, yeah, Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk, yeah, he he is loved because he's a party animal. He's pissed all the time. Now, yeah. how is it that the exact same te- teammates, one comes off the boat hammered, the mm. other one comes off the boat hammered? Yeah. Gronk's lauded as a hero, yeah. yet Brady's like, oh, what kind of role model, role model is this? Because now, people because people are fucking idiots and weird and crazy and they have weird things. So if you're openly a party animal all the time, then it's okay mm-hmm. if you're a party animal. But if yeah. you're if you're the clean guy, the good guy, the fucking professional guy, and you get a little too drunk after winning your seventh Super Bowl once, because you only win your seventh one once, Greener, and yeah. you know no, people take it. pictures of you. Then you have Ever. to then you have to read all this shit on social media. This is bad role model for children. What are the youngins mm. gonna think when they look to this guy? He's no hero. I fucking hate it. It's just like, ah, uh, God. That it's it's because they hate him so much. That's why they hate him. The other thing I noticed uh, on the Twitter feed yesterday, and once again, you know, I have no political affiliations whatsoever. The fact he's a fan of Trump seems to have played an impact on the way that it's reported on. You're not wrong. Because all I saw was, oh, check out maskless Tom Brady, drunk, celebrating Super Bowl, and then next to it was uh, him behind a MAGA hat. Yeah. Or next to a MAGA hat. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Because no one on that fucking team on the boat that they were filming earlier in the day, it was all on my Twitter feed as well, was wearing a mask. Why does it become an issue for Tom Brady? It's fucking unbelievable. Well, man. there's it's- uh, uh, and in in Florida as well. The other thing is, like the the governor Ron DeSantis has put out uh, like a state executive order saying that if anyone's fined for not wearing a mask, you don't have to pay it. So like the mm. local cities will find people, and the governor, like the their boss, says, "No, don't fucking worry about it. Don't pay these cunts. Everyone, just yeah. do what you want. Go out. You know, st- stores open. Don't have to wear a mask. Off you go. Go and live. You know what I mean? Mm. So they hate that as well." They fucking hate that as well because he's undermining all of their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. By him doing that. So he's got a fucking target on his back for that. No doubt about uh, it. I, I, in the end, I end up having more respect for Tom Brady for this incident than winning seven Super Bowls, in all honesty. <laughs> Good on you. Um, he's the stat man, though, sir. Okay. Uh, I'm a stat man. Tom Brady now has more Super Bowl rings than any team. team. In NFL history. It's wild, isn't it? It's fucking unbelievable. He, he, like, might, he, he might get another one yet too, you know? Well, like, <laughs> like the way he played, I was dumbfounded. I, I had all my fucking money on Kansas City because I'm like, there's no way they are losing I, this match. I told, I told you. I know you told me. I know you told me. But I'm like, look, Tom Brady aside, Kansas City uh, have been, they've lost one game in the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, they've been dominating. Patrick Mahomes is without doubt the best quarterback in the league. 
Yeah, but um, he was injured, Greedo. No, uh, he did. He had turf toe. But aside from that, it didn't matter. The reason he, had, he they, they lost is the uh, the Tampa Bay uh, offense, like defensive line just monstered him. I think the, there was a record in both sides of things. Patrick Mahomes was had the was the most under pressure quarterback in Super Bowl history, yep. which means he was basically trying to throw with a man on him every time. Yep. Tom Brady was the least pressured quarterback in Super Bowl history in this game. Yeah, and so it goes and it goes to show it goes to show too. Like, and this applies to Tom Brady just as much as well. You're you're as a quarterback, you're only as good as your fucking like offensive line. Offensive in front line, hundred percent right. So like the they they couldn't keep the, they couldn't keep the defense out. So you know, mm. and he then he's vulnerable. So Brady has always, you know, Brady's an un, obviously the best quarterback who's ever played, but you've still yep. got to have the fucking, you know, the guys tackling in front of you. You know what I mean? You've got to have the guys yep. blocking the tackles and shit. So, I mean, you know, shit happens, I guess. But I, like I said, like Mahomes was injured um, like two weeks before the Super Bowl or three weeks before, like just before a playoff it's game. Been like that. He about, about a month he's been, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. been injured since the last round. Uh, yeah. So week before last round he got injured. And yeah. plus, so then you add, you've got that factor. Then you add the Brady factor in as well. He is a factor, whether we like it or not, at 43 years oh, old. He's no still doubt. he's a factor in a game, like in when you're calculating odds and shit. And then on top mm-hmm. of that, you had home field advantage, which is so, 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 so rare. You know what I mean? Well, it's like, never happened. That's how rare it is. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, I mean, all of those things put together, and then I logged into Sportsbet and I had a look, and like the the um the bucks were like at two dollars forty seven, and I said that's fucking yeah two forty seven just before the game. It was one fifty five for yeah Kansas City. So overpriced. You know, been long, but yeah. Um, I said I was chatting with B E and Troy about it. I'm like, look, I I can't see how they're gonna stop Mahomes. Uh, Kelsey and also oh, fuck, who's the who's the receiver? The guy's an absolute gun. Tory Kevins, sorry. Yep. And basically, they all they they did exactly that. They just constantly put pressure on Mahomes. They double team kill, yeah. and so all they had left was Kelsey, and they just managed to maintain him. It was an unbelievable. The, the MVP, like Brady, got MVP. That's ridiculous. Mm. That entire defensive line was the MVP. Should have given it- them. It was, should, should have given it, it. Should have given it to Grant Greeno. Could have got, got, got mm. himself another line off a stripper's ass that night. Exactly. <laughs> Get in there, Grant. Big MVP. And they would have celebrated. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Thank you, B.A.R. And it's how? And Gronk's, <laughs> Gronk's almost got to be because if it wasn't Brady, then Gronk's got to be the story of the fucking Super Bowl. Coming out of retirement was unfit halfway through the year, and didn't he? Yeah. Did he not score like the first two <laughs> touchdowns? Two touchdowns. And like and, out of and, yeah. coming out of re- fucking retirement, he scores the first two touchdowns in a Super Bowl winning. That's insane. And but- Gronk being Gronk was talking about how because they had to do their preseason training basically in remotely. Yep. So you had to send in videos of you uh doing your 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 your, your basically. Oh, we just lost Greeno for a second. All the training, Thanks. and I just changed my shirts, filmed them all. And then sent them in on separate days, so it looked like I was working every day. And then I just put my feet up for the remaining five days. So you cut out just for a little bit in the middle there. So Gronk training remotely, so he was supposed to be like training and giving updates to the team. Is that what you were saying? And then he just filmed, yeah, basically, right? Yeah, filmed it, changed his shirt, did it all in one day, and then just sent him in day after day, so it looked like he was working every day. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. No, it's Gronk. I tell you what, like he- this is just a, another fucking point without. You know, without notice, and I, yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm just, I was just thinking through this. Do you think the COVID year, right, because of disrupted um, preparations and shit like that, 
uh, disrupted travel arrangements. Like you've had hubs and fucking bubbles and all of that shit. Mm. And uh, the Lakers won the the NBA title, did they not? They did, yeah. Okay. The Tampa Bay Bucks win this title. Uh, In the Mm -hmm. AFL, for example, Richmond won at the end of last year. And I'm yeah. looking, Liverpool won in COVID in uh, England, right? They played most of the season, though. So I'm thinking if you look at all of these various teams, right, do you think it translates that the ones with the most, like, experience were the, the teams that kind of dominated each league because they were able to handle, like, the changing conditions and shit more, the disrupted preparations and stuff because they've been there longer, they know their bodies better and, and that kind of – do you think there's anything to that? Well, I think you definitely make a good point because Melbourne won the uh, the NRL, so right. Uh, it, it definitely won, makes sense that who won the hockey? Like, was that an older team? That was the Capitals, was it, or is that the yeah? Not too sure. Not too sure on the hockey, right? Base, uh, but yeah, baseball, you make a fair point. Who won the baseball? World the Dodgers right. who had a pretty pretty experienced squad compared to yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you, you definitely make a fair point there. There's definitely a an argument you made that the experience of just a, a cool head in a difficult situation can can play a part. Yeah. Um. Ultimately, just yeah. Well, because we like to, the reason I'm bringing it up is we like to write off um, older players, like, I think too way early, too early. Man. Too early, Like, yeah. oh, they're past their prime. Let's just appreciate Tom Brady for what he is. Yeah. He's a fucking freak. Yeah. Same with Gronkowski. Like, yep. you know, the, well, the guy. Do you reckon Gronk's definitely going to retire, though, this, after this one? No, nah, I think he'll stick around. Go again. Um, so he'll be, what, 36, 37? Uh, yeah, there. I think no. I think he's a bit young. I oh, know. No, he probably wouldn't be about that because he started about halfway through Brady's career. Yeah, after Brady Hernandez. After the yeah. Hernandez thing, after then Hernandez, the Gronk yeah. came. Yeah, yeah. You know, the whole murder thing. Gronk <laughs> came in. That that thing. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that whole multiple homicide thing. That's right. Yeah, in, in, terrible uh, inconvenience there. Yeah, it was very inconvenient for. Do, how pissed would you be if you were the Patriots though? Because yeah. they they let Brady go. They're like, nah, I don't think he got there. What you was the story left. with that? Did they they didn't want to give him money or something? Is that what it was? They didn't want to pay him. I think it was an issue with the uh, the coach and him, where he's like, nah, you passed your prime. Need to bring in someone That's new. That's right. And so they bring him back. So like, oh, I'll go to Tampa, and he fucking won, won with one of the losingest teams in history. That's just. It's unbelievable. But this, well you know what, this, this was always on the cards, though, because I reckon Brady is the kind of guy, like, if you say to him, you're past your prime, we don't want you anymore, we're going to go with someone young. If he gets mm. an opportunity, even if he goes to, like, a fucking wooden spoon favourite, even if he goes yeah. to a team at the bottom of the league, he has that in him. That's why he's such a good player. He has that in him to get that team by the fucking scruff of the neck and say, all right, come with me, because I, I want to fucking show these cunts, you know, what I mean? like that oh. determined. I bet he trained harder for this year than he has for the last 10 years. No doubt in my mind, he, he would have trained his ass off just to prove everyone wrong. Exactly. So, well done. And he's Tom got Brady. a couple more years left on his contract. Can you see? I can see a forty-five-year-old Brady winning the Super Bowl again, can't you? He'll, he'll be back Why next not? year for sure. He's already said he's going to be back next year, and the way he's because you got to defend. Like, you got to defend. Why? hundred percent. Why would you retire? Like, just ride it out as long as you can. Yep. Um, you've only got one career, and as long as you're fit enough to do it, keep going. Keep going. Um, he's still winning Super Bowls. Why would you fucking retire? Exactly. Um, go nuts. Uh, Damo, that brings us to uh, everyone's favorite favorite thing, where Australian sports media they need to get on the bandwagon. Mm. So as soon as the Super Bowl every year, Damo, every year we see it. Yep. Where, where they talk about, hey, 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 let's squeeze some AFL in there. Bit of, <laughs> but that's not AFL, if you will, sir. Play the goat. Oh, we were doing the goat, but that's but that's not NRL. That's not rugby league, Greener. No, but this one's a but that's not AFL instead. Let's play the goat nonetheless. Okay. Is this the long version or the... 
I think it's might be the long version, Damo. But that's okay. no. But that's no. Yeah, it's the short version. It's delicious. But that's no. Uh, this is one I saw earlier in the week, and I sent it to you. Can you ever pull that one up? Uh, Dane Swan, who's an AFL player, uh, who, was, who was tweeting there during the Super Bowl, uh, just after the win. Uh, this Tom Brady has a bit of the Dustin Martins about him. Now, obviously, any anyone who's who's from America has no fucking idea who, who Dustin fuck Martin is. Who the fuck is Dustin Martin? Uh, Dustin Martin is a, an AFL player who's won, what, two premierships, Damo? Three. Three. Yeah. Only like four short of Tom Brady. No, five short of Tom Brady, isn't five it? Five short. Yes, he's got seven now. Yeah. However many Tom Brady's got, he's got a lot less. Um, well, I'm, I'm but- trying to think like what what about what exactly is the Dustin Martins in Tom Brady? So Dustin, so for our American brothers and sisters, here's a story, right? You, we all know the story of Tom Brady, clean cut guy, uber professional mm-hmm. fucking, is he a vegan or some shit as well? He's Probably. vegan, yep. Clean right. diet, clean right. diet. That's clean living, he- clean diet, not a party boy or anything like that. Now, by yeah. contrast, Dustin Martin is a kid who, well, he's not a kid anymore. He's probably over 30 now. Uh, he's got mm-hmm. full sleeve tats on both arms and uh, mm-hmm. full tats down each leg. He's been, he gets it. I, I don't agree with this, but the media hounds him because of his connections to various biker gangs. <laughs> Right, yeah. and um, he got in. You know, he got in trouble earlier in his career. He was um, he got a suspension and stuff because he was caught like taking fucking uh pharmaceutical drugs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't till like he, I guess he was like a late bloomer, but he was obviously a guy from like the wrong side of the tracks. You know what I mean? Growing up, yeah, I think uh, his his father's done some time in prison. Correctly, yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of like backstory and stuff. It was a wild mm. party animal. But so I'm trying to figure out, like, what exactly do you see in Tom Brady that reminds you of fucking Dustin Martin? Because I, I don't see anything. Like, it's not just the Super Bowls. Like, it's not just the wins. It's, I don't, matter, what the hell are you talking about? You've got to squeeze, got to squeeze some AFL exactly. into anything to do with Super Bowl. Even, even if the reference doesn't make sense, you have to make it, you know? Have to squeeze it in. Like this one, Damo, uh, Australian Open's on at the moment. Hmm. Uh, this was on SEN's Australian Open coverage. Okay. Immediately after Nick Kyrgios uh, had won in the second round, here's what the commentators had to say. Right. Reminds me of when Fitzroy won their last game at the Whitten Oval, <laughs> Damo. <laughs> but that's not rugby league. Well done. Unbelievable. Nice, Reminds me yes, of Fitzroy. <laughs> Fitzroy's last game of the Witten Oval. How many years ago was that, Damon? Like fucking 35 years ago? Uh, 80, was it like 88 or 89 or something like that where they wrapped yeah. up? Something like that's that. A, or that's early a quality, 90s, maybe. Yeah, quality, know. but that's not right. Uh, NRL, NRL, AFL hell. reference there. Well, Unbelievable. Uh, speak, speaking of AFL, Damo, the, the AFL season's not too far away, but I know you were you strapped to the edge of your seat mm-hmm. uh, with the a- AFLW during the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know you. Were, I know. Yeah, I know you would have been pumped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I think we've been pumped at the uh, North North Bay Saints game, Damo. Very excited for the, the very excited for the women's football, Greeno. Can't wait for yeah. it. Yeah. I saw this uh, uh, from Sam Lane, who's a, a female footy reporter. Uh-huh. Uh, at at Loud and especially Proud Arden Street, North Bay Saints five six thirty six one four ten. What a riveting one four ten. That would have been Damo. Imagine sitting through. How do they go for in this game? Eighty minutes, ninety minutes. Oh, sit through ninety minutes of women's football. <laughs> Doesn't matter how long it goes for, and seeing however long it goes for, however long it goes for, it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. She. There was one goal scored by the opposition team. One four ten. 
<laughs> against five six thirty six. Jesus fucking Christ! Like, yeah. like you gotta be you gotta be serious here. There's, like, how great is it? Look, you know, have the AFLW back. It's really not. Yeah, look, uh, and like the thing is, like, like, I don't, I don't care. This is the thing. Like, I'm not against the AFLW. Like, go and fucking play. What I'm against is like the AFL and the media and shit trying. They're fucking gaslighting me to my face, telling me yeah. that it's like just as good. I'm like, no, yeah. it's not. And it's like, if you want to go play football, girls, go and play football. But stop telling me like I have to like it because I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I don't no, care about you playing football. Yeah, but, the they should be, button, but they should love that because I'm not trying. They should love that. I'm saying like, like, no, go empowered. You have freedom. You are no. liberated. You don't need men around to validate your thing. You know you what I enjoy mean? One, go, one goal forward, Amy. You yeah. enjoy it. You enjoy that 90 if minutes. It's, if it's all forward. girls playing and all umpires and all women in the audience, I would celebrate. Well done. Fucking good for you. But I, I'm not going because it's terrible. <laughs> I don't care. One goal for 10 points, 90 minutes. No, uh, that, that's one side, Damon. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm all for women's sport and I'm, I'm a fixer. We're fixers here. You know nothing about women. I know nothing about sport. <laughs> Between us, we're going to fix it. Yes. So, <laughs> what have you got? So uh, uh, the women's tennis has inspired me. So oh, I've that's another one. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I've got to fix it, Amo. Hear me out. Hear me out. I've worked out how to get fans into women's tennis because Mm -hmm. this week I was on the edge of my seat Mm. for Sakaris versus versus Mladenovic. Want to know why, Damo? Okay. Sakaris versus Mladenovic, first round women's tennis. Yep. Make sure that every women's tennis match is your last leg of a 15-leg multi. (laughs) Edge of my seat, Damo. Edge of my... I couldn't take my eyes off it. <laughs> so, That's I'm, what you got to do. This is actually a, a nice Gary. Because he's that's this is a brilliant plan. So mm. I think we can take this national. So here's what I'm thinking, right? Because but but what Greeno's saying, like having it in the last leg of the multi, is gamble on the game. Then it becomes exciting. So what if we legislated Greeno that everybody has to gamble on female tennis? And then yeah. that's how you be that's how you get the sport to grow. Because hey, mm-hmm. we're making rules for feminism all the time, you know what I mean? We're yeah. making rules to, you know, help women along or whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to say. We're doing that all the time anyway, so why not do this? We'll 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 charge every man in the country $10 every time there's like a women's sporting event. And they have mm-hmm. to select via their smartphone app, Greeno, what team they want to bet on. Yeah. And so, but you get to keep the money. You get to keep the winnings if you bet correctly. You got to get the winnings. Yeah, but, you got to get on it. But it just ensures but, ratings. It just ensures everybody will be watching the fucking game. Edge of the seat, damn it. That's it. I'll everybody wins. They get the sponsorship. We get the winnings. We get the cash. Absolutely. We get the viewers. Yep. Told you. Done. Fixed it. Fixed it. Nice Fixed it. Got it. It's got to be the end of a 15-legger. Yeah. Anything less than it's that. It's got to be part of a multi. It can't be a standalone it be, bet. It can't be a standalone because standalone, you're only going to get a buck 25. You need it to be 18 to 1 on, and that's the last leg. Yeah. And you're riding that bad boy home. Exactly. Uh, and let's be honest here. If I only stand to win like 100 or 200 bucks, even $1,000 from a women's sporting event, I still won't watch it. So it has yeah. to be worth my while. It has to be the got last to, leg of a 15-leg multi. Got to be a 15-legger. Did you Did um, your multi get up? It didn't. I've oh. lost. I've had uh, so basically this week I've put on me and BE have been doing this uh, each day. We've just been doing it one day. We're doing each day. We're doing a, a multi. I've had four straight days that I've lost over ten legs by one leg every Jesus. single time. 
Only one. Uh, Stanislav Wawrinka uh, lost in an 18-leg multi. He was the last leg. Oh. The Sakaris, Sakaris one, she was my last leg in a 15-leg multi. I, I bet they lost were both the one. favorites too, were they? they, were, they were, it was like a buck 11 but <laughs> for each of them. That's frustrating. It was unbelievable. Every uh, Bees lost about 14 straight multis with by one leg. Wow. Uh, who was the guy that lost earlier? Someone lost earlier today. Uh, I think B put in the chat earlier. Um and you got 11 out of 12, and I had the exact same bet, 11 out of 12 as well today. So, so here's a tip. Here's a free tip from uh, Damo Greeno. Knock one leg off the multi. <laughs> no, no. Here's the new rule. We've already put it in the chat. Okay. We're going to cash out no matter what with one leg left. Ah, Doesn't matter. Oh, that's, that's there you tempting. Go. Schwartzman. Schwartzman today fucking ruined both mine and B's legs. A dollar Paid a buck 33. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Anyway, we're going to skip the hot stove and end on uh, a bit of a bit of NRL behaviour, Damo. Okay, I is it is it court dates? No, this isn't this isn't oh. court dates. This is just uh, interesting interesting because uh, you're a Brisbane Broncos fan. You're a I fan am. of the Broncos since you're a kid. Yep. And they've got a new coach in Kevy Walters. Yep. Now uh, we love we love the, Kevy at the Broncos. He's a he's Kevy a favourite son, Greener. Favourite son can't coach for shit, but fuck it, they brought him back anyway. Because you know culture. Um. So Kevin's all about the boys. Now, last week we did a court dates where Payne Haas, we went through all the things he said to a, a women police officer mm-hmm. where it was something similar like, I don't care if you're a woman, I'll fuck you up, cunt. I'll fuck you up, uh, cunt. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. I'm, I'm, pa- I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. It, it was abusive. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin had to come out. I mean, I mean thank, God, thank God it didn't escalate and turn into something like Tom Brady being quietly escorted out of a venue without incident, Greener. I mean, again, so, it, lucky. Tom actually wasn't escorted from a venue. He, he was off a boat. So I don't know if you've had like drinks well, on a boat. A boat's, a, ven- a, boat's a venue. You're, he was in like a, yeah, he already, was in a cordoned off area just for the team is what I'm saying. I'm right. saying he's like, you know, it's a bit rocky on the boat. Yeah. Maybe it's sea leg, Famo. Maybe he hadn't ah, even had a sip of alcohol. Maybe maybe he just had a little bit of dodgy clam chowder out of the kitchen on the boat crew. Could have had a bit of clam chowder. <laughs> Say it, Frenchie. Say chowder. Uh, chowder. 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 Uh, so, Kevin, this week. Here's the headline. 12 minutes ago. Yeah. No behavior issues at the Broncos, None. says Kevin Walters. 12 minutes ago. Now, 12 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. On the exact same website, yeah. article below, Haas has to use NRL ban to consider behavior. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> Just a mere Kevin. half an hour earlier. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, read the articles, mate. No behavior <laughs> issue. But Haas is going to sit there and consider behavior. Well done, sir. Nice, um, um, quick mention. Oh, uh, TGM Enterprise. Can we have a, a quick plug for them? Mm. Now, if you're if you're a Victorian listener, I'm, I reckon Troy, because everyone's gone fucking nuts again today and raided the supermarkets for toilet paper because everyone's just lost their mind. Ah, I, I reckon over there at TGM Enterprises, I reckon they can ship you some TP. Really? Yeah, TGMEnterprises.com.au. Uh, get online. Reach out to uh, to the team out there. Yeah. They have a warehouse full of toilet paper ready really? to go. So, are they aware of this live read? Because I, I, nah. I have a feeling you're just making this up. I'm making it up, but I guarantee, <laughs> just get in touch with them. See what, see what the team over there can help you out with. That could be uh, trouble. That could be, <laughs> that could be, that could be a could problem. Be trouble. Troll, nah, take care of everyone. It's fine. It's six listeners, dude, and fucking most of them in America. Exactly. No, one's, no one's asking Nobody's for Nobody's asking for toilet paper. No one's asked for toilet paper. No, there you go. Bees back me up here. Troy, Troy can supply for sure. Okay, good, good stuff. Good to know. Uh, aside from TGM Enterprises plugs, what have we got, sir? Follow Greeno at the starting block. One more drop the cat at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. I'll be back later tonight, 6 p.m. Greeno, with the Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, don't forget Brad underscore Everly, Granny Sears, 
Unity Troy, Pseudo Echo, and all of our friends, Greener. Check them out. See See you guys all next week. Bye-bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth? Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.